All right, we're going to go focus on, on some Simmons stuff. Um, just a dedicated episode to who are the teams that need to make this move for, for Ben Simmons, why, and kind of you know, describe the situation. First of all, like, it is rare. I keep saying this, and I keep having to say it. It's rare when you have a guy who, I don't care what your opinion of him is, at worst, a top 50 talent in the NBA, available for 50 cents on the dollar, period. It's rare. That doesn't happen often. Regardless of, let's, you know, is the guy a head case? He's got these flaws, whatever, right? Um, it's rare. That is super rare. The only other times this has happened, you can, you can count them on your hand, right? So James Harden's a recent one, and it feels like, okay, well, Harden happened. That happens every year. Not really. The time before that was, um, you know, you had Dwight Howard, basically. You had, but again, like Howard was, was you know, we didn't know the NBA was changing to such a degree and became less useful. But the times that happened was basically those times Marbury, Jason Kidd, Chris Webber, right? And, and most of the times when, when people are getting the quote-unquote talented head case, they win the deal. Chris Webber, Jason Kidd are, are the most notable examples, as is Harden, quite frankly. And, and so is going to be the case with Ben Simmons, right? The team that acquires him is going to win that trade. And there are a few teams, and they're all out west, that really need to be the ones that, that are that are uh, need to be aggressive, right? So first off, the ones that don't necessarily need to be, right? Boston doesn't necessarily need to be. The Sixers are only going to do a deal that involves Jalen Brown. The Celtics, I think, have enough assets in their war chest. They don't know what's what yet. They're still super young. They don't need a deal of Brown for Simmons. Now, look, again, Simmons is more talented than Brown, but you're giving them 80 cents of the dollar when other teams can get 50 cents. Still a discount. Still could be a good deal for Boston, but you you, you only do such a deal once, you know, Naismith, Langford, those guys really show their worth. You know um, what you have with uh, with them. And I think Marcus Martin needs to be in such a deal as well, and it gets complicated that way, yada, yada, yada. I don't think Boston's there. Atlanta's not either, right? First of all, why would Philly do a deal with Atlanta? Um, the great pieces that Atlanta has, uh, Hunter, uh, you know, Cam Reddish, uh, Jason Collins, that they might be willing to deal, all play the same position, roughly a power forward. You have Tobias Harris in Philly. The fit's kind of awkward. Um, and they're not going to help a, a conference opponent they're likely going to see in the playoffs, what they just saw in the playoffs, as likely, right? They still might, but... It doesn't fit as well, right? Especially Philly, again, looking probably for the best supreme talent they can get and then willing to work around that, right? No, the teams that actually – so those two teams, you could make a case, but again, probably doesn't fit for for both teams. The several teams where it it does make sense all happen to be in the West, right? So the top two, New Orleans and Sacramento, okay? Um Sacramento, first, first of all, you have a Darren Fox situation. You can kind of do a swap there. What I like it about Sacramento, it opens up uh, playing time at the guard slots for Mitchell, their recent rookie, and Halliburton. For, and they could be clever with playing Simmons as, as a four, right? So Barnes still makes sense. That, that team could then actually gain a defensive identity. Uh, it'd be quite interesting moving forward. You don't have to necessarily move picks. You could still kind of adapt the lineup around them. Now Buddy Heald's more useful 
You don't have to necessarily trade him. He's considered a negative asset in, in the in the league. Why why move him at all if you acquire Simmons? Um, and that could kind of that, that to me. There's two teams where I give it the Kid Marbury example, right? And, and one of the classic moves in NBA history when the New Jersey Nets swapped Marbury for Kid. They traded him to Phoenix for Kid. Basically, they went from 32 and 50 to 52 and 30 overnight. So. Simmons has that capability. I, I don't know if it's going to be that drastic, but I can see a 15-18 win swing here for Sacramento. And then flip it to New Orleans. Now, New Orleans, the move would be uh, Simmons and Green for Sadoransky and Brandon Ingram. Okay? Now, the reason why I feel like this has got legs is I actually like this deal off for Philly. I think Ingram could close games. They missed a closer. They haven't had one since Butler. He... He needs defense around him. He's going to get that with Embiid there. That's actually a better fit. And it still allows him to play Maxi, who's been playing well in the backcourt, along with uh, with Curry, with Seth. And then you still have Sedaransky with insurance as a backup combo guard. So um, I, I do like it a lot for Philly. For New Orleans, look, at, at, at when you first look at it, you're like, hold on, Aton, this is you know anti-new NBA. You're, you're saying... Uh, Simmons, Zion, Jonas, uh, Valanciunas, when they're all healthy, where's the spacing? Well, a couple things. First of all, Zion played best when he had a, a ball pusher, Lonzo Ball, that could, that could find him. I think he's going to work well there. First of all, you're also getting green, so you're getting at least one spacer. And you have heart to fill out your rotation. It's not horrific with spacing. But you become so much better defensively. The other thing is then, you, look, I think you would have to move Valanciunas eventually for a big that spaces, but you worry about that down the line. I think you prove so well defensively. The goal, really, if I'm New Orleans, is keeping Zion happy, seeing that this team can win 50 games over a full course of the season. I think this gives them that ability. So New Orleans is New Orleans is really the team. New Orleans or Sacramento are the two teams. They got to be kicking themselves if they don't get Simmons. This is the chance. They've been kind of stuck in a rut for a long time. Sacramento, especially, I think they have the longest playoff drought in the NBA. Um, this is the time for them to make the move. Now, look, outside of those teams, the other team that comes to mind is actually Minnesota. Um, with Finch and play, the team has been far better defensively. They've been better without Towns, quite frankly. Uh, Nas Reed's been great. Vanderbilt's been great. Uh, they're kind of playing with unsung heroes. Um, you know, again, Simmons is the guy that's going to be available, but you don't want to deal Edwards or you know with him. Right, that's the problem. So, one of the other things you can do if you're Minnesota is you find a home for Town via three-way. Um, what does that look like? Who knows? But that's probably the only way you make a move. And then again, you're looking at a three-way deal, kind of clunky. So that's harder to do. Um, but yeah, but I would say it's still it's New Orleans and Sacramento. Again, you get few chances. This really reminds me of these, like, stuck-in-the-rut teams that make these little moves, little moves. Like, you got to make big moves to make big waves in the NBA. If you, if you are in this sort of middle-of-the-ground team consistently, your only way out is to make a major, major trade or, you know, get lucky in the draft, right? The Celtics were bad for... Oh God, eight nine years in the in the '90s, post Larry Bird, basically. The only way they got better was was a pure tank job, 
try to get Duncan. And even then, that didn't work out. But they, you know, they got the, the picks that eventually, you know, made them um, pretty interesting uh, with Walker and Pierce. But it takes way too long. Sacramento has been banging the drum for, for just too long. Um, this is really their only chance, I, I think, to... Uh, to make that move. So th- those are my Simmons destinations, um, Sacramento and new Orleans, whoever does it is going to win GM of the year. Whoever doesn't, you got to be looking for a new GM. 